Hey, happy Monday. (laughs) (laughs) I just put in the comments, starting on time, and I look up, and we are started on time. None of the, the NFL kickoff stuff. No, we're on time. We are on time, and we are ready to go as soon as I hit this. You... Welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, starring the one, the only, number 73 over there in the other box. He is Ramon Foster out in Hendersonville, Tennessee. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports here in downtown Pittsburgh. And Ramon, finally, finally got to be around Mike Tomlin and Omar Khan for the first time in a while. Uh, They had their press conference today over on the south side. I was over there asking questions. Alan Robinson was there uh, after that meeting. With the media, as you've said, they're making yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit yeah. of a deal about that. And you know what subject seemed to come up more than any other? What's that? Trading up, trading down, and more than just in the usual way, they seem legitimately interested in both. Okay, I, I, I'll I'll say this. Trading up for me suggests that you got to really have a player. I saw one of our comments yesterday because we go live and we actually engage with each other when it comes down to these comments that our fans look at, right? And I think it's fair to say, DK, I know you are you are big J journalist and how you report. I'm a small J journalist, so I like to have a little fun, okay? I write for right. fun. You have a sense of integrity in what you do. You have a sense in all of that. But I'm looking at it on the fan side, and I'm saying to myself, Last person you moved up to go get didn't work out. And I think that's that's what kind of scares me a little bit. I trust the Steelers to draft better on the back end, I feel like, than when it comes to the front end of it because you're used to it. And then you can you can fluff out like the high boom or bust guys too. You know what I'm saying? If you're choosing to move up, like picking in the top 10, you still got a 50-50 chance of hitting, right? And if it's weighed a whole lot different on the front end, DK, as far as, man, look, a top 10's pick supposed to be surefire. You walk off the uh, bus, what do they say? You're a walking Hall of Famer for the most part. That's how you look at those top 10 guys, and Devin Bush wasn't that one, okay? He wasn't that one, man. Not at all. Now, let's look at Ben. What was Ben, 12 or 11? 11 or 12, one of them. Cool. Awesome. Troy, 10 or 11. Got him. Jarvis, I think, may have been the higher one before that. Jarvis Jones, if I'm not mistaken. And you mm-hmm. see how it works out. I, I I say this. If you feel like you got a surefire guy, one, make sure you're right on this one. He fits the culture, the expectation of what the room is, how hard it is to play in Pittsburgh, the target you're going to have in your back. Uh, but it's, it's one of those positions to me that – if you're justifiably moving up in the top 10, I think it has to be corner in this draft, DK. I got to tell you, my impressions of some stuff changed today. Not changed, but maybe more. And why? Why again? Well, because I've been in so many of these press conferences, these pre-draft press conferences, and of course the ones before this didn't have Omar Khan. Right. It It was with Kevin Colbert. But KC had a way that he would answer the question about the trading up and the trading down. 
Yeah. And it would be plain and simple. We're keeping all our options open. We, you know, if anyone wants to, we're entertaining if we want to, da 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 da. Okay. That's not what this was. Okay. And it wasn't just from Omar. Mike Tomlin was pretty much doing a sales job on the number 32 pick. Okay. He referred to it as something that might be of interest to teams that are, and I'm quoting directly now, QB shopping. Yeah. Okay. So if there's a player, a quarterback, who maybe falls a little bit and yeah. teams are going, man, we could really use one of those. You know, it's not necessarily one of the top four or five guys, but somebody just tumbles and here are the Steelers sitting there. Think about this first pick of the second day. Yeah. Okay. We call it 32 and it yeah. is 32, but it's yeah. actually one of the next round because yeah. of the Kansas city punishment. So they're shopping it. Someone's going to have a whole day. Yeah. A whole day to reach out to Omar and say, hey, Omar, here we are. Omar said himself that he expects to hear from all 31 other teams regarding that pick. Omar. Look okay. At, yeah. Yeah. That's that's just, you know what that is, Moan? That's a sidewalk sale. Uh, yeah. He just put the table out there on the street and said, hey, come on, come on. It, it is, man. Uh who uh and also too, Sean Manahan said it's it's the Miami punishment, the tampering that they had. Not can't oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, all good. Either way, hey, I, again, you big J journalist out here. I'm I'm small J journalism out here, okay? Uh Omar been in this position. You're right. He's not Kev. Kev, and he will tell you this, he's old school. Omar has some old school ways inside of him, too. When you're talking about trying to win, when you're talking about trying to position your team to get back as fast as it possibly can. I told you before, that Philadelphia infiltration we've had inside of the front office, I think changes things. I said it about uh, last week, maybe two weeks ago now, the the get to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl, and get back to the Super Bowl again, nobody's done it better than Philly. And I know, Can I know Kansas City's in that, but Kansas City's different to me because Kansas City, to get back to the Super Bowl and win it twice, they also have Patrick Mahomes, correct? Andy Reid is a wizard when it comes to calling plays. We don't necessarily have that right now, okay, until we see more out of Matt Canada. But it's been one organization that's done that well. And without going up against the cap as worse as, as, as the Rams did, right, or as bad as the Saints did, the cap is not destroyed as far as they know it in Philly. So if this is the plan, who's the guy from Philly again, DK, um, that's working Andy with Weidel. Vinny Weidel. If Andy Weidel. Andy Weidel. Andy, yeah. If Andy mm-hmm. Weidel – is really pulling some strings and saying, hey, no, you guys need to move this piece over here, bounce this around, and let's move up this way to get back to where you're competing. Again, Jalen Hurts wasn't expected to do this. Not Kenny like this. Pickett, nope. not expected mm-hmm. to do that either. He was the only quarterback taken in the first round when they, they talked about everybody else except him for the most part. Build around this rookie contract and go from there. Again, I've seen tackles. I've seen corners. I've seen linebackers, DK. Is so much surrounding this team. And the fact that Omar is just dangling this, this meat around the crocodile pit, around the gator pit, says a lot about what they're planning to do. That has to be a very interesting pick for teams, man. At, at getting that 17 and 32 or collecting more, uh, collecting more talent for a team that has to move up. Again, this draft is going to be based off runs. Which run is going to happen before? The cornerbacks tackles or actually quarterbacks if the quarterbacks have a little bit of a delayed run 
I can see a team that's desperate to find their guy like that. Well, then there's the other half of the equation. Okay. I've never heard them talk about trading up like this. Okay. So what it feels like to me, okay, and this is nothing other than just doing this from what they were saying. Yeah. Okay. Just sitting there going through osmosis. I'm just sitting there in the room, just taking what it is that they're saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually kind of prefer to do things this way sometimes instead of crossing T's and dotting I's. Just sit there and just take <laughs> what they're saying. Okay. And I very much got the sense that they see someone slash something up there in this draft that they want to go get. Yeah. And if they're going to do that, they're going to have to part with 32. Okay. Yeah. They're going to have to have even more draft capital than they have. They could tell somebody, hey, how, listen, we'll... go how, ahead. How, how far you think we're moving up, though, if that's the case? Okay. Because I can say from 17 to 11, cool. I can work with that. I don't think that means to first. I'd give, well, that is a second rounder this year. Yeah. If you're not getting into the top 10, you're not doing any of this. Okay. That's how I feel. Okay. And if you're not if you're not going up there and getting Jalen Carter, or you're not going up there and getting I'm, I'm gonna name names. They okay. okay, okay. If you're not going up there and getting Jalen Carter, you're not going up there and getting Christian Gonzalez, someone yeah. like that, where yeah. you just say, We know this guy. We know what this guy can do. Okay. We're not messing around here. This isn't Devin Bush. Don't waste our time with Devin Bush stuff. Okay. We're we want to do this. Yeah. Then you're doing both of those things. You are moving 32 and you are building up draft capital, but you're also rocketing up from 17. So let me let me give this for reference because when you say if you got to go <laughs> top 10, then that that changes a lot of things, DK. It does, okay? Top 10 puts you in a lot in a very strong position. Let's say Jalen Carter or Gonzalez or Witherspoon too. Like either one of these guys, let's just throw them out. Those are guys I think are almost surefire when it comes to Will Anderson. I don't think it's going to be a Pittsburgh guy. Too high, way too high. Okay. So let me say this the Steelers picks, just to give you reference of who, what you can give up. You give up the 17th and the 32 to move up. Okay. But you still have the 49, you still got the 80. You still got the 120. You have no fifth or sixth round. And you got two sevens. For a top 10 guy at the moves that they've made this, this offseason. DK, you, you, you're starting to kind of sell me on this a little bit more than I wanted to. I, it's not me. I thought 17 I, was too I am, far I back. Am, I'm literally doing nothing more here today, Moan, than sharing with you what I felt in that room. This isn't even necessarily what I'd want to do. If yeah. I was them, okay. So it's 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 not me. I I see it much more as just this was what I felt in there, okay. Yeah, and I found it to be very very interesting and not really what I was expecting. But that's what happens when you're not around them for a while. Yeah. I don't like not being around them for this long. This is always the case this time of year because you can't get those vibes. You can't be in that room. And see those, especially your head coach was in the best bleeping mood today. What? That I have, I have, I, he was joking, laughing around, laughing with the reporters. It was like, 
who are you and what have you done with Mike Tomlin? What is going on here? Yeah. It was it was something to behold. I think he knows he's in a really good spot. I mean, 17 and 32 is prime. It, it just DK, don't do this to me. You got me all hyped and, and got butterflies just, all in my stomach now because uh, I, if if they're that excited about draft season and willing to deal. I'll say this, y'all. I've been seeing Paris Johnson come up a little bit on the side. Paris Johnson's I, coming up. Do we really in a market for a tackle? We're going to do that when we come back. Actually, All we're right, going to get right on tackle here. And why and what else came up related? I have so much today. I, I have so much. Sometimes we come on here, we're like, hey, what are we going to talk about today? Not today. Not today? <laughs> when oh. we come back. Moan, you know what's going to happen? All it's of gonna- Hey Moan. Yes, it's going to be the only segment that matters. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports coverage that connects oh i I, i'm just telling you i'm overflowing yeah okay (laughs) like wade here says didn't they look kind of yes they looked kind of very happy okay they know they're in a spot of control did you know moan that in the Mike Tomlin era the Steelers have never had the first pick on a day of a draft Yeah, no, like the, never the very, knew that. Very, very first pick. Yeah. Yeah. No, did not know that. And also, just to give reference, man, of of who's in front of this this uh, the Steelers in the top ten draft order, DK, mm-hmm. Carolina, Houston, Arizona. You okay? Those are solid three. I almost feel like those are locks. Indy, Seattle, Detroit, Vegas, Atlanta, Chicago from the trade back from Carolina, and then Philly at ten. Those are your top 10 slots. And you know what? Go go right ahead and get it. If you have if you're thinking big, you're you know what you know what look your coach had on his face today? What do you have? He had to somebody just put the steak in front of him. Look. Is that what it was? He was starving. Yeah. And he finally time to eat. He he went, yeah. No, 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 no. This was a steak he was expecting. That's the mood he was in. Okay. This is yeah. this this is he's waiting. He's waiting yeah. for that 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 prime ribeye, right? And the thing comes, it's still sizzling and whatever, you know. Yeah. So that, and, that's that's what he was. He's like, yeah, I'm ready for this. Well, I mean, when you know you're holding most of the cards, and that's a good place to be in. I think it's two teams that got first round draft picks. Uh, a couple as I think Detroit, Chicago, and now the Steelers. So it still is technically a second round pick. It's uh, technically a second round pick. Yeah. Okay. All right. Is. Now let's get to the, the to the to the crutch of all of this, DK. Oh, offensive line. Offensive line. Really? Yeah. Let me so, let me so let's go here really quick. Mm-hmm. What is the absolute position that you're willing to move up for? Is it corner? I, I'll give you an option. Is it corner? Is it D tackle? Is it offensive tackle? Because I, I personally didn't see that being a position of need this early in the draft. Okay, and then, and then when they get asked about about whether or not they feel that there's still something something as it relates to the offensive line, and Omar's 
very candid response was, my job here is to make sure that there's competition at every spot. Now, he answers that basically in relation to Dan Moore. Well, I mean, that's like putting it on a neon sign. Yes, okay? it is. They're saying Paris Johnson. That's what they're saying. Wow. Okay, that's top 10. You yeah. got to go top 10 to get Paris Johnson from Ohio yeah, you State. Do. You do. You got to go up to get him. Okay? Yeah, you do. So if they're if they're willing to do that, then they're thinking big. They're thinking about stake. So for, for me, this is my breakdown on Paris Johnson. Okay, my breakdown on Paris Johnson was this a big 10 lineman. We know what that means, right? They're known for this running and pass protecting the big 10. They thrive in that department. You want to go outside rushers. Okay, go. SEC is good. I feel ACC has outside rushers, skill guys, SEC. You label it however you want to. Okay, Uh, I said he's been that dude since he came out of high school. He's a former five star prospect coming out of high school, too. His high school film, if you hadn't seen it, DK, legendary. He is mauling kids out there, okay? And I say kids because he's a man amongst kids. He's a combo guy, meaning he can play guard and tackle. I think he shared the same amount of snaps at guard than he did at tackle. The only thing that questions me about his tackle ability is the idea that he only played it for one year in college. That was this year. Yeah, but you know that doesn't. That P word potential, right? Yeah. Uh, may say, I'll say this may honestly be more of a project than a bona fide all pro pro bowler to begin with. He's got to learn the league. If he's aggressive enough, he can survive it. Uh, meaning he can play tackle and guard, but that's the thing. His fall plan. If he's not good at tackle, you move him into guard. I think that's an upgrade for anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say he's, he's only got one year at tackle 13 starts at guard 12 at tackle. He's a true junior coming out. So it says a lot about his ceiling. If coach well, his potential can be be through the roof. Still a lot of unknown on what he possessed because it's only just been two years of starting at different positions. This is mine. Very athletic and aggressive. Always looking for work. He's always looking for work. He can be better. He's better and tighter with his hands than Skaronsky, but Skaronsky has better overall technique. Okay. Uh, but he's always looking to finish blocks, which is something that's necessary. Not as strong as you want him to be right now, but he's young. Very young, good football IQ. My thing is this, it's not a lot of football in a short career, only a two-year starter for such a young guy. So, again, I get it. I love the idea of it. Can you get a franchise left tackle? That would be beautiful if you could uh, because a decision would have to be made on Dan Moore at some point in time anyway. We're probably either talking about, hey, it's time to pay Dan Moore or, hey, we need to be looking past Dan Moore. Or push him or whatever else is involved here. You know, the best thing about having Casey Kester as a as a loyal viewer Ooh. of this program. Tell him, <laughs> Casey, because I was going in. on right there. You got me started, DK. <laughs> Casey will not let us go any further without the get-go read at the get-go cafe and market. Our friends. Quality is at the core of every menu item. Our three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub, burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for craveability, and we're always searching for bold new recipes. Order your favorite entry at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it. Uh, Darren says that I'm buzzing and it ain't coffee. You know what, Darren? (laughs) False. Okay? (laughs) False. This thing is nuclear-powered, baby. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nightfall says, what was the Steelers' best offseason move so far? Which one did you like so far? That's a fair question. I like mm-hmm. that question. A couple um, of those came up today. A couple of names came up. Uh, and just bef- before, Moan, while you think about yeah. your answer, 
these guys are so stoked about Allen Robinson. Are they, <laughs> they really? They, just, they really are. Really? Before we get going today, Omar said when he sit down, let's talk a little bit about Allen Robinson. And we're like all in the room going, okay. Okay. I told you they're high on this guy right now, man, uh, which, which could be a good thing. Uh, to me, the, the, the one I like the most, uh, Elandon Roberts, and I got to give you two. Okay. It's easy for me to say the second one, but Elandon Roberts and uh, Isaac Samalo. Yeah. I knew you were going to say Isaac. For yeah. Sure. And I didn't want to go Isaac first, but yeah, Isaac to me really sets you up for a lot of things. I feel like, uh, but Elandon Roberts to me is very, very solid, uh, a willing participant in all things. When it comes down to the defense, the ability to know that, look, I can become a leader inside that locker room. I just hope he sticks DK. I'm tired of the interchangeable middle linebacker stuff that we've done here because Pittsburgh is not necessarily known for that. There needs to be an identity up the middle, like to stick. Right. Right. Danny says, aren't Dan Moore and Chooks free agents after next right. year? And could this be the reason to move up for a tackle? I don't think Chooks is. Uh, Chooks is close, if I'm not mistaken, DK. Right. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Chooks of okay, four. yeah. Here's let, Let's put it this way. If you're moving up for a tackle, you're not doing it, first of all. You're not doing it for a right tackle, okay? If you're moving up, you're going to go get a left tackle. You're going to get somebody who can handle Kenny's blind yeah. side because that's when the Steelers can just say, hey, listen, here's our quarterback. We believe in him. He's our franchise quarterback. Okay. Yeah. Here's our running back. We believe in him. He's our franchise running back. Here's here's the house that yeah. we're building for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm with you. Uh, Chook's contract says this. Uh, he has an out after this year, actually. Oh. His dead cap for this year is 10.1. So it's a matter of what you're willing to have on your uh, dead cap hit. Next year's dead cap, $3 million. So he either needs to play for an extension or or, or probably look for a new team. And his base salary next year is very team-friendly, though, too. His base this year is $6 million. His base next year is four point seven. Two's got paid on the front end of his deal. Now, the thing is, if he plays well, he'll get an extension after this year, though, DK. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. think, but, but yeah. I mean, that, all, that really does play a part when it comes down to drafting a young talented tackle. Well, uh, it, it's, it's the one position where you can honestly say, especially based on recent history, where you're okay with just saying, Hey, we're going to throw it like, like Omar said today, a bunch of competition there. Yeah. Okay. You guys sort it out. We don't have to do that. And you, you know, out. we did. They kept drafting guys inside of our room. Now, granted, it wasn't first round dudes. Okay. The only one that came in, I won't even say DeCastro was out of the blue because I think at that time we know Chris Kiamatu was probably on his way out. Uh, but I thought we were good as far as like starters in the line. And lo and behold, DeCastro came in and gave you eight quality years of just all pro madness, right? And, mm-hmm. and you were set to go. So it, it's it's a matter to me of where you want to build this team? I've told you time and time again, Coach Tomlin like the big dudes up front to lead in mm-hmm. every area of the building, the playing, travel, play. So that could be something. And, and maybe, you know what, all this, it may be smoke and mirrors again. It just might. Richard Stone says, hey, Moan, DK, who's the best drum line you've ever heard? You first, Moan. The best drum a- line? Yeah. Uh, Tennessee State. <laughs> Marching band. Come on now. Is that right? Yeah, the baddest band in the land. I got to tell you, since most of my early career in reporting was high school football, yeah, I stick with the high schools on this subject. I've seen way more high school football than I've seen college football. And Kiski Area High School, okay. shout out from right here. 
I've never seen a band like the Kiski Area High School. Okay. Band. Uh, uh, if anybody's watching this who's uh, who's either an alum or a student up there, give a shout. You know what I'm talking about. There's been that whole community gets so behind their band, and it's been that way up there for half a century. And it's a really, really neat thing to say or to see. Demont says the Jets officially have Aaron Rodgers. I saw that. I you, officially don't you, care. You ready for what the trade is as we get into? The Steelers talking about it. I'll just read it just for reference because we got to be all things sports, right? Jets are finalizing the trade for Aaron Rodgers. The Jets get Aaron Rodgers. Whoo! Pick number 15, a 2023 fifth round pick, number 170. The Packers get the 13th pick, a 2023 second round pick, a sixth round pick, a conditional 2024 second round pick that becomes a first if Roger plays 65% of the plays. Also, the New York Jets stink. This affects <laughs> absolutely nobody. The, the only thing that this does is get wow. people in New York excited because they love this sort of thing in, in all sports. They want to see the big names come to the Big Apple. Big Apple. And it's just neither of those teams is any good. Okay? You, you started to at least see the Giants come along. Daniel Jones realized he was never going to get paid if he doesn't yeah. step up. Mm-hmm. He he stepped up. He got paid. He got overpaid. And neither of those teams is even remotely interesting. And it kills those people up there. That, that you know like why that. it's not a big deal to me? Because I have a question if Aaron Rodgers is actually going to go to New Jersey and, and learn the playbook and be with his teammates. He's won league MVP, but what has his team done? Nothing. So if they feel like it was worth it, (laughs) then fine. The quarterback is a very expensive position to be uh, trading for. Uh, So this will be interesting moving forward to see what the Jets actually do in that big market. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Wade says, my Jets fan friend is not excited. People, (laughs) the only Jets I'm interested in are the ones playing tonight in Winnipeg with the whiteout, okay? There we go. These, These Jets don't interest me in the slightest uh miles boykin is back george brings it up george george says that boykin is good depth and a special teams ace a terrific reacquisition on the steelers part right moan yeah absolutely man again the depth and the special team side of it to me is is what's most important dk we speak about this and i actually had a coach tell a young guy this you know how you stay in the league you better specialize in special teams Earn your keep when it comes down to that because you do something that's invaluable until they can kick you out. And if you're not a pass-catching wide receiver, meaning one, two, or three, you better be very dynamic in special teams. So Miles Borkin gets that opportunity right there. That's that's good for him and for us. Yeah, Brent says he'd be tempted to bet that the that the Jets won't make the playoffs in any of the three years of their contract. People, if we're going to talk about Jets here, we're going to talk about the correct Jets, <laughs> all right? They need to come back in this series. Really tough loss in overtime the other night. Okay, let's let's keep it on the on the correct Jets. Uh, okay, I got this one for you too. Yeah, I like right. that your favorite barber. Uh, this is from Irvin Novinger, Novinger. Sorry if I said it wrong. Hey, Moan, he put all the exclamation points right there. Why do people keep asking for Paris Johnson Jr.? I feel like we need immediate impact on the defensive line. I'm between the two, Paris Johnson Jr. or Jalen Carter. If Jalen Carter slides to six. As much capital as the Lions have right now in the draft, and they've set themselves up with last year's draft, the draft before that too, I feel like they can take a spot back and actually reevaluate the draft boards. We, we talk about, screw the Jets. 
The Lions have set themselves up to win. They may end up winning the NFC North is the way I'm saying this early. So what I'm saying is this. If you can mortgage uh, that 17 and 32 pick to move up where uh, the Lions are, you have a real opportunity to get a guy like Jalen Carter at number six. I like that idea. I'm going to be honest with you. Paris Johnson Jr. is because why? You had a lot of question marks at the left tackle position last year. Dan Moore brought it on late. But let's be honest with you. Are you okay with what he did last year? Are you no, no, no? The are you confident in Dan Moore moving forward with a young rookie? I mean, with a quarter, a young quarterback and Kenny Pickett. And most people are probably gonna say, "I like him, don't love him," or some of y'all don't like him at all. So that's why Paris Johnson Jr. kids keeps getting brought up. I just have a feel that if if they were to do something like this, if they were to go up and get Paris Johnson, that what you'd have from the Steelers. This would certainly explain all that that attitude today, the positive, upbeat attitude, is that you'd have the Steelers saying, hey, you know what? We're done screwing around. Yeah. I, I feel that more about that position than anywhere else. I want the defensive lineman for the long term. I want the cornerback for right now. But the O-line, man, oh. just for the attitude, just to yeah. say, hey, you know what? We tried this for a couple of years. We're done. Yeah, okay. no, we're, we're, we're just doing this now. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I see this one pop up often, too, from Darren Watt. Everybody, nobody's sleeping on Maisie Smith. Absolutely not, I nobody. You were. Not no, okay. sleeping on. No, remember, I told you about him earlier. Yeah, like, his, his skill okay. set is there. But this is the thing. His skill set is the second or third rounder at this point. Like, you guys are asking about guys that may not be there by the time you pick again. And that's the thing about I love to see a guy like Maisie Smith in Pittsburgh, but nobody's sleeping on him he is well known in that conversation of d tackles in this draft so no nah, i we can't do that one now we're not mel kuyper in this thing around here okay he is legit and and but he's a second and third rounder when you look at what his skill set is going to be and can he do that consistently that's what we're looking at you mentioned mel kuyper i saw something earlier today uh-oh that kuyper and todd mcshay both of them each got six picks right out of last year's yeah. mocks. Okay. Yeah. Six picks when it when it was weighed up against the actual draft. Okay. Uh, you know who had the most out of Ooh. any of the prominent guys? Peter King. Really? Yeah. And that actually kind of makes sense to me because what happens with, with the difference between reporting and doing that kind of analysis is that the reporter is going to be a lot more into finding what kind of moves the teams want to make as opposed to Oh, I really like the way this guy plays in space, or or any or any the other uh, combine type uh, stuff. So he's and, actually doing research as opposed to just thinking. What you, yeah, he's yeah. digging. Okay, I I had a friend of mine. We were in college that did the exact same thing. Wrote down both Kuiper and who's the other guy McShay's drafts. Mm-hmm. They got three or four in that 08 draft, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, That's because all what ends they got up happening if you if you one team makes one move. Yeah. One trade and the whole order is upset. And then, you know, you, you still might be closer to your board. Yeah. In other words, now what you, the players that you thought were going to be six, seven, and eight now end up being seven, eight, and nine. And you got yeah. all three of them wrong. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I saw this one. I don't know if we're trading for personnel, DK. <laughs> we trade up for a new OC. <laughs> oh, boy. I, this is the show to say that on. Uh, uh, it, it, this is definitely the one. 
Yeah, the, the draft is what it is. And this is the thing, too, I've always been told since I've been working the draft myself. The draft goes and runs. If there's a cornerback that goes earlier than you think, well, teams will leapfrog one another to go get another one. And I, 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 I specifically just don't know if there will be a quarterback run or will there be an old tackle offensive lineman run in this draft. That's the two position I say. That's where the talent is for sure. Well, quarterbacks because they have a separate draft in general. But the offensive line aspect of this draft to me is very interesting. Irving's all over this one. He says, hey, Moan, why do people keep asking for Paris Johnson? I feel like we need immediate impact on the defensive line to yeah. help Cam. That's that's the one we just had a second ago, DK, and, and then that's where I'm at with Cam. That's why I say the Jalen Carter to me, make, and I know he got red flags. Guess what, y'all? Uh, Maisie Smith also has red flags, too, when we were asking for him. Like, he had a Mr. Beanie that he was arrested for recently, too. So it's it's a matter of of where they think they're going to get the biggest out, uh, turnout when it comes to this position. Well, I, tell you, I asked I asked Mike Tomlin about DeMarvin Leal today. Yes. And I thought, I mean, you have to take some back doors when you ask some of these questions because you can't be real direct. You know, do you guys want to yeah. take a defensive lineman? Hello? <laughs> okay. But if I ask about... Leal and he gets some super strong ringing endorsement, then I'm going to think, all right, well, they're not, yeah. they're not viewing this the same way maybe. And I didn't get that from Tomlin. Really? He, he said that I'm, he, you know, he's basically, he gave a jury's out type of response, Did he? Um, you know, that he's, he's got expectations for second year guys. There were situations mm-hmm. he was utilized in, but he said, I'm not going to sit here right now. And he's looking at me and he says, I'm not going to sit here right now and tell you that I've got some crystal clear answer as to how he'll be used. Well, so you're talking about Cam and Ogunjobi. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and that's the thing to him being such a young guy, you know, like he, yeah. he needs to grow up and show and prove. I, I have this one because we're speaking about the D line real quick, right? Mm-hmm. Kalijah Kansi. Pitt yep. fan, Robbie, I'm, I'm fine with that. He is on some mock boards as a, a first-round draft pick. All-American unanimous, if I'm not mistaken. All-ACC, he checks all the boxes. ACC Defensive Player of the Year. <laughs> I mean, he, he got some of the same uh, He got some of the same accolades that Aaron Donald did. He did. I think a lot of people are intrigued by that, but I talk to people around him, and they say this, he's not AD, y'all. Let that one go. Yeah, no. It, <laughs> he's not as strong as AD. He's as quick as AD, but he's only a three tech. Aaron Donald can play over the nose. He can play inside a gap. He can play you squared up, or he can play the three technique too. He'll even line up in a five technique, okay? A wide three, whatever you want to call it, four I. The thing about Casey is this to me, Kalijah, man, is this. He has to go to a specific attacking type of defense. I think Detroit, he could be good at a place like that. If Detroit wanted to trade that sixth pick to us, you pick him up as a later first-round draft pick, he's got to go to a penetrating type of style of defense. Uh, Jaguars, to be specific. Okay, the Titans will play that type of – but he – I don't want to call him undersized. But this is my thing. When I saw guys like him, I knew he'd get me on plays where I had to cross over or um, I'd have to – Slip blocks where he's splitting the guard and tackle. He thrives there, cutting through the A gap. That's fine because college linemen aren't as good as NFL linemen. I'd see him, you know what I do? Hey, pounce, mm. I'm gonna tighten down my splits. Al, tighten down your splits. Okay, at that point, I've boxed you in. I'm gonna grab onto you and we just gonna dance all day long. 
He don't have long arms. He got speed. If That's... you if you neutralize his speed, what I'm telling y'all is this: He's not a Pittsburgh defensive guy, and I know this to be true too. Pittsburgh thought the same thing about Aaron Donald. One, they weren't going to pick him that high because AD was just a monster. But it was just like, well, where do you play him? You put him on the field, but where do you play him? You change your defense for a guy like Aaron Donald. You don't change your defense for a guy like Elijah Kansas. I just think we're looking at two different guys. Russell Wheeler says, hey, Moan, the biggest need by far is defensive tackle. I'm a Penn State alum, but I still like the defensive tackle from Pitt. Well, we just went over Kansi. just gave it to you. Yeah, and I, and I I just don't think that's the answer. I don't think he's a fit for them. Uh, so I, I'm not – this isn't burying him. No, be he's a still team. a first-rounder in my mind. Yes. Yeah, there's a team that's going to say, hey – you, we look at his specific skill set, and this is just a match for us. You know, this yeah. is great. Look at look at our D linemen. They're bigger, long arm guys. Ogan Joby, big, long arm guys. They play that defense where you have to two hands on and anchor to keep the linemen off of the linebackers. That's all I'm telling you is that fit doesn't fit Pittsburgh. That's that all I'm telling you. Yeah, Tyler says, uh, "Hey, Moan did." Kevin Colbert, Coach Tomlin, ever consult with you or other players regarding potential draft prospects from your alma mater, meaning from Tennessee, of course. Yes, he have. I told you guys, if you missed it before, he um, he asked me about Darnell Wright at the Senior Bowl and just general conversation. This is the thing. And you were in Mobile. That was, I mean, you, <laughs> so you were on the spot. Yeah, there's pictures of us, uh, you know, with him. The thing about Darnell is this. He can play left tackle. He also plays right tackle. He had his best career that one year last year at right tackle. Now, Coach T asked him, do you think he'll move to left? Do you think he'll be opposed? I don't think he's opposed to that at all. It's a matter of getting him in, teaching him your technique, and setting him free. Say, that thing you did your senior year, we need that again each and every week in this NFL. No mm -hmm. excuses. Left tackle, let's go with it. The fallback plan is what? You can always move him over to the right side. But if we're talking about specifically trying to bring competition to this OL, Chooks is set to you, right, DK? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a left side competition. It's going to be. So it's you draft be. in the left tackle specifically this year if you go that route. George says uh, Calvin Austin III might make Steven Sims expendable. Uh, there, there was a question asking both of those guys for injury updates on both. Austin and on Anthony Miller and Mike Tomlin just said, I honestly don't have any to give you. We have been so locked in on this process that I haven't gotten an injury update. So he didn't have anything on them at all. If he did, he wasn't sharing. He said that might be the kind of thing that after the draft uh, that they'll look more into that and expect it. I, look, he actually doesn't like to give injury updates in general. No. Uh, and he will answer in the offseason. I've heard this from him before. I don't have to tell you, so I'm not going to tell you. That's how they are. Um, <laughs> there's, and people say, why don't you ask him again? It looks like as if this, you know, we're going to put him in an yeah. orange jumpsuit and get the answer out of him or something. It just it doesn't work like that here. Yeah. Hey, uh, Moan, no. why does no one acknowledge the glaring hole at linebacker still? Uh, we need a rangy linebacker to pair with the thumpers. Uh, can I jump on that one first? Yes, one? absolutely. There aren't any. Okay, this draft, I, I, I've done this Not myself, this okay? I keep looking. I, I want the next Ryan Chase here yeah. too, okay? Yeah. And I look at Cole Holcomb, and I look at Landon Roberts, and I like them both, but I agree with you that they are not that player they're not chasier they're not the guy that's going to go sideline to sideline what they're going to do is they're going to shore up your run defense up front 
Uh, they're they're an upgraded version of Robert Spillane. Okay. Yeah. I say that in a good way. Yeah. And that's just that that's not in the draft. Certainly not up high. I'm looking through the list right now, man. You have more outside edge guys than inside linebackers. The highest rated inside linebacker guy I see is potentially Nolan Smith, but he comes with mm-hmm. question marks about his size. You have Trenton Simpson. You have Derek Hall. Like You got a bunch of these guys. Drew Sanders has been what some will call a steal. You also have the brother of uh, uh, Herbick on the team, Nick, coming out of Wisconsin. Like, But any of these people, I still – I still think our second round type guys, other than Nolan Smith, that's my one thing. Dayon Henley, absolutely De- second round. Dayon Henley out of uh, out of Washington State, he's another guy. But I still say you're not getting you're not getting Shazier type play out of it. Like no. I agree with him, he is a thumper. He's a player. Dayon Henley is a player, one hundred percent. Like I wouldn't deny that whatsoever. But it, it's a matter of what you're looking for. Second round pick is probably what you're going to get out of that one. Second or third round pick for a linebacker. Mm-hmm. Leo says, is there any chance that Miles Jack comes back? I doubt, yeah. it. I, I doubt that one. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing is they have the medicals, okay? They know yeah. how that was a grade three tear of that hamstring, and they know that he was banged up throughout the season, and I don't think they're interested in, in, in having soft tissue injuries right. come back. I mean, that sounds mean. This right. is a guy that legitimately uh, gave his all to the Steelers, but man, it, that's it tough here. There. Uh, I- Pef says Peter King has the Steelers taking Jackson Smith the Jigba at seventeen. You might get your wish, DK. To be clear here, when I say that I'd love to have Jackson Smith the Jigba, I mean it at seventeen, not with a yeah. move up or anything. No, uh, I will take oh this player. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, <clears throat> this wide is the receiver thing. who can do everything. No wide receiver in this draft is worth moving up in the top ten for. You take yeah. them where they are. Now I'll huh. take this one where he is. I'll well, take this I'll, one yeah, where they I'll are. take Jackson Smith and Jacob as he is. But I think his other team that have needs that will take him before you get to him. My thing is this, okay? Hey, the one wide receiver you taking uh, a top ten pick for is Marvin Harrison Jr. next year, and he's not in this draft, okay? Uh, so I just that, heard the name and I like him already. Man, hands down, <laughs> hands down. Uh, I saw somebody uh, uh, just a second ago said Dayon Hanley is a late rounder. No. Deion Hanley is a second or third round linebacker. It's a matter of where you get him and what team feel like they can have him. The guy to me that's that's jumping off the board as far as that middle linebacker position goes, it is Drew Sanders. Like he can rush edge, he can play up the middle to the guys, versatile as heck when it comes down to it. But <laughs> what are you actually looking for? It may yeah. have to be y'all linebacker by committee. That's don't just what we are it. right now. Just don't force. Please it. don't force. It. You can't force. You can't hope to be filling a, a, a or checking off a checklist of yeah. positional needs. No, uh, you can have it in the back of your mind, but you still want to take the best possible players. Yeah, uh, we're gonna take just a couple more today. Here, we're already like, yeah, a little, a little long, a little long here. Brian wants to know how come we mode. We get to ask you questions. But I think, what are you talking about? I'm like right here. <laughs> when you have a little bit more information than me, DK, then you jump in on it, man. That's that's fine by me. Yeah, this I'm is, okay this with isn't, that. This isn't this isn't that big a deal here. Hey, Moan, when when you were playing, did you know that there are Steelers fans all around the globe? Were you you know obviously you were the ambassador over there in England? No, did not know was that prominent. I'll give you a little uh, inside tip too. So 
uh, inside of the stadium, if everybody don't know, there's cameras everywhere. Like they can figure out every little thing when it comes down to it. You can also, uh, from my understanding on business accounts, you can track who's pinging your team, like saying stillers and tweets. Like there are people that don't like ships across this world on game day, like typing in stillers. So uh, when you say <laughs> worldwide, you mean oceans yeah. too. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, when did I realize it? Probably into my second deal. Like, you're so head down in that first one, those first three years in the league, nothing else matters other than just playing ball and trying to survive. Like, the ideal of, like, like survive or get left behind, y'all, it is so real in the NFL. Like, and it's a matter of an injury here, here, uh, making a play or two. Like, you're talking about DeMarvin Leal, and I'm thinking, like, man, he's going to be fine. But Coach T and his staff got to look at that as what, though, DK? Yeah. You're fine until you stop mm, making plays or you don't right. progress the way we think you should. Yeah, it, it can't be linear. It can't be. Well, I've made it. I'm done. Absolutely it's all good now. not. You're forever changing or you get consistently good. Ryan Maxwell contributes to the show and, and, and mentions great show, guys. I didn't mean to not thank anybody along the way who pitched yeah, thank in. Thank uh, Yeah, that I just, you know we just want to keep the show moving and everything mm-hmm. is we're, we're grateful for all of that. It helps keep the show going without a question. Uh, Brent Haynes uh, gets our last question of the day. He says, why don't we have a special show right after our first round pick? Don't need to both be sorry, DK. I know you're busy, but Moan, would you be able <laughs> Moan's got to be up at four in the morning oh. the next day, guys. And yeah. So no. <laughs> and I'll actually be working my day job at night with some uh, other team yeah, coverage no. too. So I got I got other stuff going on. Our that plan, night. That just to lay this out for you guys, our plan is to have shows just like we do every day at four p.m. Okay. Uh, sorry, four p.m. Eastern, three p.m. Central Eastern. for the yeah. Tennessee guy over there. Okay. <laughs> Uh, don't want to throw him off. He shows up at 4 p.m. Tennessee yeah, time. The no show. Right. Um, but then if if you guys are really nice and you leave a lot of likes and you subscribe to the channel and everything else, we will also have a bonus Saturday show. Yeah. That will wrap up the Steelers draft at the same time, 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central. That work for everybody? Meaning yes, the part indeed. where you like and subscribe? Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. And I appreciate that, Jody girl. That was awesome right there. Oh, Rocky Top uh, line. Uh, but with that being said, this is the week. We told you we're going to do draft coverage. We're going to do reactions to it. Uh, I'm excited for it because I ain't got a clue what we got going on. Listen to what we have. We have cap space. Okay? We have a mostly filled team. Yes. We got two technically first-round picks at 17 and 32. What's the other one? 40. 49. I had it. 49. And then there's a 50-ish 2DK, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, no, an 80. Yeah. Like, when have we ever lived in this universe? And we don't even know what the universe is going to look like, though. In those 48 hours, we could be sitting here plotting who's going to, who are they going to get at 32? And then 32 with the snap of a finger doesn't even exist. Don't even exist. Okay. It's gone to somebody else and they'll have moved up and they'll have gotten some impact guy who will have everybody so giddy and so over the top that they're not even going to care about the rest of the picks. You no. just don't know. One thing Kev did was left this team with a franchise quarterback, cap yes. space, and the ability to do business the right way. Omar's got to be smiling from ear to ear right now. Uh, that's the head coach's job today. <laughs> that is one happy man. Yeah. 
Oh man, if, if he could be like that every day, I couldn't even I couldn't even I couldn't even come to grips with it. It was nuts. That's that's insane, DK. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's do another one tomorrow, Moan. Yeah, I'm here for it, DK. Especially right, this what, week. Yeah, whatever you do, don't stay tuned through the uh through the outro, everybody. All right, let's do it again tomorrow. See y'all. This is how teenagers look these days. This is all teenagers. This is how teenagers. That's it. Only, but only the teenagers at at the University of Tennessee. Just hoodie with glasses and. (laughs) Let's do it again tomorrow. Happy Monday, good people.